0: This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The facts that will be presented are true. Scientists representing the world's foremost research centers took part in the examination of the evidence. Chris. I'm Chad.
1: And together we're a paranormal Paranormal guys.
0: Guys. (laughs) Hi Chris. I think I hurt my knee. (laughs) Wow. How's it going? All right. So uh,
1: we're getting better about getting shows back up on a regular basis. This is
0: true. It's good to be regular.
1: I guess so. Yeah.
0: Fiber. Yeah. Of our being.
1: Not quite been a month in between shows this time. Yeah, it's better. It
0: is. Mhm. <laughs> People finally start to realize maybe we're still alive. For
1: you, the listeners. So uh what's up with you, Chad?
0: Uh well, I uh just recently sold my childhood home after my grandma's passing. So we're right. working on trying to get all that organized. And it's probably the biggest thing I've had going on. How about you, sir?
1: Oh, not much. Oh yeah. I'm just enjoying these Smarties here.
0: Oh, are you supposed to have those? Um, my doctor never said don't eat Smarties. Uh-huh. So as long as he didn't bring them up, it's fine.
1: Yeah, for that matter, I don't think they said anything about jelly donuts either.
0: Yeah, don't, probably didn't mention cookie dough or ice cream.
1: No, I think the only thing they actually said was sugar. So I think as long as I just don't eat spoonfuls of granulated sugar, I think it's Fine.
0: Well, I think your logic's flawed, but sure.
1: Really? My logic? Mm-hmm. You're right. I should have tried the Australian boomerang Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's a proven scientific method.
1: Get rid of my diabetes. Yeah.
0: It's just like when you do a little science on your portal gun and make it a real gun. <laughs> it works. Uh-huh. I'll, you want me to tap dance while you're eating your candy? No, please don't. You sure? Please don't. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> All right, sir. So,
1: yeah, not a lot going on with me, but, uh, Mm. unfortunately we do have some kind of sad news for this show.
0: Yeah. It is sad. Mm Well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mr. Art Bell, original Coast to Coast man himself, he's passed. Yep. 72. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I thought he was a lot older than 72.
0: You would think he's been around forever. Yeah. But, uh, no, and, uh. As of right now, I don't know what the cause was. Last time I looked, uh, Coast to Coast had posted something on their site, and I didn't see a cause on there as of yet. No, I didn't either. Yep.
1: But yeah, good old Art Bell.
0: I'm sure there'll be some conspiracy theorists. Probably say he was taken out because he's getting ready to talk about the rapture that's coming up. Right. He's going to disclosure. Yeah. And <laughs> on the twenty third, when the uh, Nibiru uh, outback crashes into us. Planet Nibiru. X, aren't
1: aren't those little cheesy crackers? I don't think so. No,
0: no. Planet X, Nibiru, reminds me of hmm. hmm I don't know. It's supposed to be coming. The Rapture's supposed to be. You coming. watch too many movies. No, no. These <laughs> aren't movies. These are real life things. Factual. Yeah.
1: So that's kind of sad news. It is. But uh, you know, moving on from that, mm-hmm. pick up the mood here a little. Yep. I mean, I'm eating Smarties, so I mean, can't be too bad.
0: Well, you don't go on a little sugar fits before we get started. Yeah, whatever.
1: Um, So, out of all the entries we received for the Name the uh, New Segment Uh Uh-huh. I
0: understand there's a winner.
1: Well, We do have a winner. We uh, narrowed it down, and I picked out the one that I like, just because, you know, the person kind of stuck with the the pattern of the show. Uh Uh-huh. So, our buddy Brian, he's a... Good listener.
0: Oh, good he job, Brian.
1: Chimes in from time to time on Facebook and leaves us some messages and everything. Mm-hmm. He came up with the Paro Announcements
0: board. Paro Announcements.
1: I like it. I like it, yeah. So, uh, Brian, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Shoot us a little uh, email either on Facebook or, you know, at the guys at paranormalguys.com. Mm-hmm. Let us know uh, what size shirt you want and what color, as long as it's black. Black, yeah. That'll work <laughs> out.
0: Well done, Brian.
1: I, I I would be okay with navy blue too. Okay, black or navy blue.
0: Okay, well it works. I, <laughs> I
1: don't know. No pink or chartreuse or anything like that.
0: Mm, well, okay.
1: So yeah, let us know, Brian. We'll yeah, give you yeah. a two. There's a <laughs> how many? There's one paranormal guys new logo shirt mm-hmm. in existence. So. You will be in a select few.
0: Excellent. Sounds like a prize to be had, sir. He's put a tiny brick in the paranormal guy's empire. (laughs) Wow. It'll have his name on it. It will. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Chad. Yes. Let's move right into the paro announcement board. Certainly. Now, the the first one I want to talk about, Chad, is now this year I don't think... uh, We'll be too involved in this, but I'm thinking next year, mm-hmm. we're already going to be booked for about mid-July. Okay. Because, Chad, yeah. around the middle of July, this year especially, the 13th through the 15th of July, mm-hmm. is the Hawaii Paracon.
0: The Hawaii Paracon? In Honolulu. Hmm. Guess we'll be flying to that one, huh? That's right. Nice. So, if you are uh, able or in the area,
1: hey, <laughs> the Hawaii Paracon Go talk about lava monsters.
0: Mm-hmm. Lava. What What other monsters do they have in Hawaii? Um, I know there's no Bigfoot sightings. right?
1: I don't think. Very large mongoose?
0: Possibly. Hmm. I wonder if they have Hawaii meth hogs. <laughs> for luau's.
1: <laughs> poi. No, not poi. That's the weird purple pudding that you make from that taro root. Get that,
0: your fingers. Yeah. Right. What is what is? It? Poo-poo platter? Poo-poo-poo? I don't know. Pua? Pua? I don't know. Mm. Pig? Exactly. <laughs> well, that'll be fun, Chris, if we make it.
1: Yeah. Like I said, not this year, because, you know, that's just a couple months away. I don't know if we could swing a Hawaii trip.
0: Yeah, don't think so either. I won't have my pilot's license by then.
1: Go hang out with Magnum and... TC. TC and... The Hawaii
0: Five-O-Cops.
1: And Zeus and Apollo. Yeah. Robin Masters estate.
0: Yeah, yeah. They hey The
1: lads. A, am I imagining this or did at the end of Magnum did they actually come out and say that Higgins was Robin Masters? Was that a thing know. or am I just making that you up? You would have
0: to ask Letis about that. I don't know. Oh. I know they were getting ready to fight Cylons in that last episode, and they like of Magnum. Of yeah. Is <laughs> that Magnum eighteen Knight Rider Dukes of Hazard crossover? Battlestar Galactica crossover they were building up too.
1: Huh? Mm -hmm. didn't realize that. But uh, anyway, (laughs) moving on. Yes. The other announcement thing that we have to talk about. And I just uh, discovered this and thought this would be a good one to put out there because it's uh, someone that's trying to get something started in the old cryptid world. Okay. For kids.
0: For children. Yeah.
1: There's a Kickstarter going on right now by, and I am going to butcher this name, it's, first name's Kiernan. Kiernan. Last name is... Jersenling? Why don't you just spell it? S-J-U-R-S-E-N-L-I-E-N. Okay. So, Kiernan uh-huh. is uh, trying to raise funds to get a book for kids published about cryptids. It's called The Cryptid ABCs. It's going to be a 56-page hardcover, hardcover book of full-color illustrations and poems about our favorite spooky paranormal animals. Nice. Or friends, sorry. So it's got 13 more days left on it uh, while we're recording this. But, uh, yeah, go to the Kickstarter, look for the Cryptid ABCs. It looks really cool. Like, uh, for example, uh, one of the things is, B is for Bigfoot, who hides in the trees, scared of even the slightest breeze. Nice. M is for Mothman, who leaves onlookers struck, knowing his vision is one of bad
0: luck. When people see them, they go, what
1: the...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, it wouldn't be a children's
1: book, would it? J is for Jersey Devil, whose biggest dream is to have the most awful blood-curdling scream. Huh. Yeah, so, (laughs) it's pretty cool. And the uh, the illustrations are pretty cool, too, on it. So, uh, and you can... uh, for $10 pledge, you can actually get the uh, PDF of the book if it, uh, you know, reaches the goal.
0: Nice. What's their goal?
1: Uh, their goal is 6000 to Where get everything have? published. And right now, they're only at 1400 Well. But they do have 13 days left to go on it. So, you know, hey, 10 bucks, you can get at least the PDF of the book.
0: Well, with our massive listening audience... We should be able to help with that, or at least our listeners will.
1: And like the other pledges, though, $25 will get you the hardcover book. Nice. Uh, if you Now, at 35 you get a signed hardcover book. Uh-huh. And you get a keychain. Because apparently they uh, have done some keychains of like that match the illustrations of some of the cryptids in the book. So you get your choice of Mothman, Jersey Devil, or Chupacabra. And then they go up from there with, you know, one, to all of the keychains, the book, so.
0: Nice. So,
1: yeah, you know, support the cryptid world.
0: You should. Yeah. You can even pay for stuff with a cryptocurrency. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. <sighs> so.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks, Chad. You're welcome. So,
1: uh, that'll do it for the Paro Announcements board.
0: Nice. For the week. Feel like they finally put the frosting on the cake now. It's just, it's, it is It's finished. It feels good. It's like painted trim.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, good deal, but, sir.
1: You know what it's time for now, Chad.
0: I don't know, Chris. What? Moving
1: right along. Uh-huh. The Paro news stories.
0: You sound much calmer. <laughs> Do I? Yeah.
1: Well, it's because I'm not. I'm all calm and excited that we have. We've got the name for the new segment. You're calm
0: and excited?
1: It's like three in the morning or something. So now. <laughs> had those smarties.
0: Well, now we're in our new underground bunker <laughs> out in the desert.
1: Yep. Mm. So, uh. Near the scrub brush. Why don't you, uh, go ahead and take it away with our first news story for the night, Jeff?
0: Absolutely, Chris. You know. This comes to us from Cryptozoology News. You know, if a man saw a humanoid with a wolf head in Arkansas and it offered him a rose, would he take it? Yes. No, actually, he wouldn't. Because in Arkansas, <laughs> a man in Claiborne County says he and his friend came across a humanoid with a wolf head. Hmm. Mm. Sounds terrifying, Chris. He was a technician. His name was Chris Branch. Good name. He, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good to hang on to. Uh, Cryptozoology News that his, he told Cryptozoology News that his next door neighbor was the one who actually see the creature. Now he says he saw this creature back in February. and The man specified a location, but it will remain undisclosed in this report due to privacy reasons. Boo. Uh, he's, this is his quote here. I have heard it moving around, but haven't seen it. My buddy Dell." They can custom make one for you. Adele. One night, no, he's just Dell. Oh. One night could not sleep. It was around two a.m. He said he had a strange feeling, and after he went to go pee pee, no, it's <laughs> no, not on there. He went to check on his horse. Of course, uh-huh. So he grabbed a flashlight. The 33-year-old said. Then, woo, reportedly, as he approached the horse, everything seemed normal. However, he adds, when he pointed the flashlight at the edge of the woods, he noticed. An unusual shape, Chris. Hmm. Oh, and it was sitting close to the ground, very still, but he couldn't make it uh, out until he got closer to it. So at about 30 feet or so, he stopped and noticed it was moving, Branch explains. Oh, oh no. At First, he thought it was a very big man wearing black (laughs) and digging his fingers in the ground. Well, that happens. But as he spoke to it in a very large voice, (laughs) this thing stopped what it was doing, (laughs) looked at Dell, and made eye contact. He goes on to say that when his neighbor realized it was not a human being, well, then the fear came over him, sir. The fear. Mm-hmm. It was the fear. He started to back away from the thing. He knew it wasn't a bear or a dog or a bear dog. He was more of a bodybuilder with a wolf head. Man says everybody in the area thinks that they are crazy and on drugs. <laughs> but he has also heard a creature moving at night. Oh. No, 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 meth hog. I have heard it growl and seen claw marks in the trees around. I know what I have heard, and Del knows what he saw. This is no lie. Isn't that Intel? I think so. That was just computer noise. Whatever. The Dog Man is a cryptid reputed to live in the northwestern quadrant of Michigan's lower peninsula.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: It does, doesn't it? It seems to be the capper for all these stories. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll just do hey, wait.
1: hey, Chad, did you know that the creature was reportedly spotted in 1887 by two lumberjacks?
0: 1887? Okay, we're good. Anyway, uh, ah, Canadian bacon. <laughs> <sighs> so there you go, Chris. Dog-headed man leading the way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Dog-headed man. Mm -hmm. Well, keeping
1: in the dog-man, large, bipedal, hairy thing in the woods. Yes. Chad, couple sees Bigfoot in northern Ohio.
0: Oh. Huh.
1: Fremont, Ohio. And by the way, this story is also from uh, Cryptozoology News.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: A couple in northern Ohio claims they saw a Bigfoot creature... In daylight, the hell you
0: say. Uh,
1: it seems like it's been so long. Mm-hmm. The anonymous man told Beefrow Investigator Mark Deworth that they were driving south on State Road 19 when they noticed the hairy being in October 28th of 2017. Uh huh. It was walking from a field, crossing the road. As I pointed it out to my wife, we watched it nonstop. It was 4:30 p.m. A very clear and sunny day. The eyewitnesses describe the creature as a two-legged, tall, and brown creature covered in thick hair. They believe it was about eight feet tall, walking in long strides, and easily able to step over the guardrail adjacent to the woods where it disappeared. Mm-hmm. We stopped and looked around. It was hard to believe what we had seen. The man adds that they were totally in awe, and that they are sure what they saw was a Bigfoot. Aww. DeWorth says he conducted a follow-up investigation and subsequent interview with the couple and that they seem to be honest about what they claim to have witnessed. Huh, yeah. Located in Sandusky County, Fremont is formerly known as Lower Sandusky and has a population of 17,000. A year ago,
0: two people in eastern Ohio claimed to have seen a similar creature.
1: Hmm. Huh. There you go. Does
0: it talk about Bigfoot 1887
1: at the end of that? No, unfortunately no. It huh. does not talk about Lumberjacks in 1887 and hmm. Upper Michigan and... Whatnot, so Bigfoot strolling around during the middle of the day, Chan.
0: Huh. Well, guess he can see better.
1: (laughs) Does Bigfoot have night vision?
0: Uh I wonder if he well, he I mean you can buy it off eBay now. It's that Gen two stuff. (laughs) Gen two from Russia. Mm, From Russia. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You want you don't want the cheap stuff, you get the Russian stuff.
0: Send it to Bigfoot.
1: Mm, Bigfoot come from mountain, uh, down to plains,
0: kill reindeer. Bigfoot those two things: drag
1: back up in trees,
0: good night vision, good vodka, and good toothpicks. Oh, toothpicks! I yeah, That's how he gets the little shoes out from in between his teeth? Jeez, well, <laughs> you know it. I
1: think he's that big.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They're probably just because they're that little shoes. <laughs>
1: Oh, so, uh, anyway, Chad, hmm. uh, coming up after the break on this show, yes, sir. we're going to be talking about hoaxes. You know what? Yes. We, what I should call this show.
0: What? <clears throat> for, uh,
1: for our Canadian followers. uh uh-huh. Take off you hoaxers.
0: Take off you hoaxers.
1: Alright. obscure reference there. Yeah.
0: Sounds like an alienation of one of our audience groups there.
1: No, that... That movie pays homage to the Canadians.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you
1: know what movie I'm talking about, right? Strange Brew. Strange Brew, yeah. With, you know, Rick, Rick Moranis, Moranis, Dave uh-huh. Thomas. Dave Thomas, yeah. The McKinsey Brothers. Founder of Wendy's. Cool cool, cool cool cool
0: cool I know it well. I had on VHS when I was younger. Um, I me too. Yep.
1: So yeah. Take off you hoaxers.
0: <sighs> yes, sir.
1: Coming up after the break. Welcome
0: back oh yeah hello hello <laughs> it was written down here for me to say that Sorry. chad hello hello <laughs> hello hello chris looks at him this is right there <laughs> in amazement mm-hmm. and then it says something about grandma tarkin yeah what <laughs> huh
1: in this hour whatever he says Our greatest hour of Mm -hmm. triumphant...
0: You know after the... Planet blowing up You know after the Death Star blew up, he started his own bus line, right? To get people across country. You knew that, didn't you? Uh, Yeah, of course not. Are you going to tell me about it? Yeah, it's the Grand Moff Tarkin bus line. If you're going to go, you might as well take Tarkin.
1: So anyway, yeah. Uh Tonight, we're talking about some... A couple big... Hoaxes in the old uh, cryptozoology world. Okay. And, you know, there's some big ones out there. I mean, everybody knows about the surgeon's photo by now. Yeah. That, you know, that famous picture of Nessie wasn't really Nessie. Submarine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're going to glue this onto this bottle boat and <laughs> throw it in the water. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's been a several. So there's, what, the surgeon's photo... Um, the Cardiff Giant was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now when I was looking for stuff for the show, there was even one that, uh, and this was uh, Clearwater, Florida, back in the I believe it was 50s. Okay, Chad, That uh, giant penguin. Oh, yeah, <laughs> still have sightings there today. Yeah, a guy uh, made a big old set of metal penguinish t-rex looking footprints and went around on the beach and uh, made people think there was a giant penguin
0: yeah i mean works for me that's
1: right hideous horrible terrifying giant penguin
0: yeah i think there was a movie about the uh, giant penguin of florida pretty sure
1: what was that uh, movie called because <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you're gonna tell us <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no clue. Really? I just, I just remember there was a movie. I remember there was a famous person that did the narration on it. Oh, who was that, Chad?
1: <laughs> I'm sure you're going to tell this thing.
0: Uh, was it Morgan Freeman? <laughs> I think it was Morgan Freeman, Chris. Jeez. Here we are in Florida with a large penguin.
1: Johnny Dufresne cried through.
0: <laughs> I'd like to say that the retirees were kind to the penguin, but they were not. So, anyway. Uh-huh.
1: But, uh, picked out two that were pretty good and uh, both happened to be about our uh, big hairy friend. Letus? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I think Letus is turning into our running joke of uh, we talk about him and people go, what the We need heck? to just
0: start photoshopping pictures of him in cryptozoology like um, situations. We could do that. Like him crossing the road.
1: <laughs> Put him in the Patterson Ghibli footage. Oh. <laughs> huh? Anyway, Uh but yeah, so uh, both of them are uh, pretty good hoaxes tonight about Bigfoot. Yeah. So, uh, Chad, uh, you're going to take the uh, first one here, and this one is actually one that probably a lot of people remember, because it didn't happen all that long ago.
0: Georgia, sweet Georgia, it's the Georgia Bigfoot hoax, sir. Oh. Yep. Around June 10th of 2008, well, there was a Mr. Matt Whitten. A police officer from Clayton County, Georgia, and his friend Rick Dyer, they began telling their story about how they found something completely bizarre in the woods while they had been hiking. <sighs> what they were saying they found was the body of an eight-foot-tall, hair-covered humanoid creature. And thinking it was a valuable find, they knew they had to bring it back to civilization. Well, of course. So guess what they did? They Born brought it, it back. back to civilization. <laughs> we and stayed with the body while dyer went to get help he allegedly came back with four people to help and it took a day and a half for the six to get the body back they claim while bringing it back they were followed by three more of the same type of creature Hmm. now okay once back they decided to place the body on ice are you okay well i'm just thinking yes the story I, was. I it stayed. sounds
1: like you really want to say something here. I do.
0: There's a lot of different things I want to inject in the story, but none of them are really appropriate. Uh, the uh, the guy stayed with the body. Bloating. First of all, here's the thing. Yes. You find dead. What you're going to say is a bigfoot in the woods. Yes. Then supposedly you're going to leave one person with it.
1: Just sitting there with a bigfoot body in the woods. Because you know
0: bigfoot bodies are found all the time, and in supposedly the, deep, the bigfoot woods. you know don't come back for them or anything like no. they say all the time. So then three more follow them after the other people show up and they decided to take it yeah, away. Yeah, so
1: there's six of them there.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, in early June, went and put up a YouTube video to proclaim they had found the body of a Bigfoot. Obviously, the most legitimate scientific place to you YouTube. Know, talk yes. to people.
1: That's, uh, I think that's where the uh, Nobel Prize, that where they do their research for uh-huh. winners.
0: Usually YouTube. Mm-hmm. More videos were to follow and a website was put up. A couple of weeks later, a local newspaper ran two separate articles about the body. The same day the articles ran, Witten and Dyer had a press conference to talk about the creature they had found. After appearing on an internet radio show with Bigfoot researcher Steve Calls, <laughs> Dyer invited him and another Bigfoot researcher, Tim Biscardi. Or Tom. Oh, hold on a minute. Tom Biscardi? <laughs> hey. To see the body... For themselves, Dyer also noted that all the evidence would be made available to the world on September first. Mm. Hmm. As the two worked with Culls and Biscardi, Culls began to have doubts about the whole situation. However, Biscardi was all in. He announced that the DNA finding came back to be a mix of human and ape, and would sell a video of the dissection of the creature for eleven <laughs> million dollars. I mean,
1: that sounds reasonable.
0: Biscardi later admitted that the DNA was given to him in a hotel lobby instead of actually <laughs> obtaining it himself from the body as he first claimed. <laughs> psst, psst. Hey, guys Hey.
1: It's a Bigfoot DNA.
0: <laughs> you know, the Sheridan offers a lot DNA. Yeah. And usually down the lobby you can get clean towels and Bigfoot DNA. <laughs> On August 12th, Witten and Dyer released photos of the creature covered in ice in a freezer. <laughs> Yeah, we had some stuff look like Bigfoot in the freezer when I was growing up. Grandma just didn't throw anything away. Nice. At the same time, they requested that Biscardi and Coles forward them a large amount of money for promotion of their find. The photo immediately began to be picked apart by a serious cryptozoologists. Some even pinpointing the exact costume that was being used in the hoax. Instrumental in exposing the flaws in the developing story was one, dun, Lauren dun, dun, Coleman, dun. my own personal hero.
1: That's right.
0: Biscardi was doing everything he could at this point to draw interest to the body and to make money from it. Well, Coles got a little more skeptical. major press conference was arranged for August 15th, all the while more money was rolling in. A construction company owner paid $50,000 to have the body moved to Indiana. That's right. (laughs) I think it's still over here. And Biscardi had set up an offer on his own website to view more photos of the corpse for... Two dollars. Yeah, I think
1: we could do that with uh
0: paranormalguys.com. We could, uh,
1: for, and we could even make it cheaper like for 99 cents. Mm-hmm. We can put a bunch
0: of pictures of you on there. Why would anybody want to see that? I don't know. I don't even think 50 cents would be worth that. Fitty, fitty? a little fitty. I think uh, we should try it. No, 99 cent views of Chad. No, it's not worth it. I can give him pictures of Gizzy. She's very photogenic. She's got a little smile. When the press conference finally arrived, there were over 100 journalists in attendance. A hundred. A 100 Mm-hmm. And it was covered by 38 news feeds. Even though everyone thought that this would be the moment when they would see the body, and that confirmation that this was a legitimate find would be revealed. On the contrary, all mm-hmm. that was presented were a few more blurry photos and vague and inconclusive DNA results. Biscardi seemed visibly agitated and was becoming very confrontational. Well, after the press conference, the general consent was that of very high skepticism. Yeah, I can imagine. Coles then decided to travel to Indiana to examine the body close up for himself. Once he saw it, he became even more doubtful, noting that it did look indeed
1: (laughs) fake. Wait a minute. (laughs)
0: Uh, Heaters were placed to melt the ice away from the creature as one of the feet started to poke out of the ice. Culls touched it and found that it was rubber. (laughs) Well, he's a safe Bigfoot. Hmm. After even more examination, as more and more of the body was revealed, it turned out that the corpse actually was the same suit that some had said it was from the unveiling of the first photo of it. Nice. To add to the authenticity, it had been draped in roadkill entrails (laughs) in slaughterhouse leftovers. Culls immediately called Biscardi to let him know that the hoax had been fully exposed.
1: Because, you know, entrails and uh, slaughterhouse leftovers make anything more authentic.
0: I mean, yeah. After this, Whitten and Dyer made a public confession, but remained defiant. They claimed that it had all been a joke, and it had gotten out of hand, and that Culls and Biscardi had coached them the whole way. Them sons of guns. (laughs) Culls denied it, but said that he thought that Biscardi did have a hand in the deception. Deception. Mm-hmm. Biscardi said he was duped like everyone else. Went and lost his job, and he and Dyer were both up against legal action for fraud.
1: Yeah, now, I can remember back when this was going on. Now, I didn't know the end of it or anything like that about the big press conference where it was a hoax, but I do definitely remember back when they originally were putting that photo up of that they originally <sighs> took with the yeah. old oh, men find the corpse of Bigfoot and have it in a deep freeze.
0: Yeah, I remember it, and it uh, it was uh, a lot of the non-believers definitely thought it was a good nail in the old Bigfoot ain't real coffin. Right, yeah. Yep, but anyway, the lengths that some will go to, the darkness in their eyes. Quoting an REM song? I don't know what I'm doing. That's me in the corner. <laughs> I know I said too much. That I found I a Bigfoot. You know, every time they say I think I thought every I saw, whisper. I always think putty tat. Every I think I thought I saw a putty tat. Jeez. A putty tat. A putty up. tat. Yeah, it's R-E-M, you're tat. Right?
1: You're talking about REM. Let's going up. <sighs> Yeah, I need to get up for a minute. Hold on.
0: I like to dance a little you know, bit in between. You know, for being a
1: larger guy, Chad, you, you're quite graceful and nimble on your feet.
0: Just in taps.
1: Oh, so if you take the taps off, you... Yeah, I can't, walk for,
0: I can't walk for crap. Huh. Yeah. Who knew? It's the clicky noise. Something activates my <laughs> brain. I don't feel pain. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just the clicky noise. Yeah, it's just the clicky noise. So what if you
1: carried an ink pen around and clicked it all the time? Would that clicky noise make you...
0: Ink pens don't sound anything like tap shoes. No, you're right. They don't. Yeah. Dummy. <laughs> I'm appalled. <laughs> Chris Caffrey, I'm appalled by your ignorance, sir. <laughs> Are you? Uh-huh. Are you? Yeah. Oh,
1: well, Chad, there's someone else you may be appalled by the ignorance of. Uh-huh. That is uh, one Ray Wallace.
0: Ray Wallace? Or, well,
1: once we get into the story, you may find out it's not really Ray Wallace that you uh, would be
0: oh. appalled by. Okay.
1: So, uh, Chad, Ray... Wa- wa- Ray... Yep, yep, yep. Roy Wallace. Yes. Ray Wallace had been a logger for most of his life. Uh-huh. He was known as a practical joker and a pathological liar.
0: <laughs> Nobody liked him in the Smurf. Well,
1: knowledge. they said... It was known that, like, he never did anything malicious. He just liked to have a good time. And, you know, tell a yarn.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> apparently. But in 1958, he decided to... uh Take his tomfoolery to the cryptozoological world. mm uh-uh. Yeah. This is when...
0: What, what just happened? Did you have a smarty stroke? <laughs> ah!
1: <laughs> this is when sets of large footprints were found around one of Wallace's work sites, Chad. Mm-hmm. The word spread like wildfire of the 16-inch long tracks that were found all throughout the site. Soon enough, the story was in the papers of this mysterious creature that people had started to call Bigfoot. Uh-oh. Sightings were reported. Howls from the creature were even recorded as Wallace milked the situation for all it was worth, Chad. Mm-hmm. This all began years of Bigfoot becoming the public icon he is today. So th- this is kind of the the start of that whole modern Bigfoot being so famous thing. Mm -hmm. And actually, this is where uh, the term Bigfoot actually came from. I see. Before then, he was just uh, referred to as a rather large feet.
0: Kind of big feet. No. (laughs) I made that up.
1: (laughs) Uh, Ray Wallace never said a word about what was actually going on, but upon his death, (laughs) I think I had a William Shatner stroke.
0: Upon his death.
1: Death. Eh. Upon his death on november twenty sixth of two thousand two, however, his family came forward about the deceptions. Mm-hmm. His son Michael Now Chad, you can hold on for this. You're 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 not gonna like this. No. His son Michael said that Wallace had been in the possession of two large wooden fake Bigfoot feet. Son of a <laughs> Where would you find something like that?
0: Well, I mean I don't know. <laughs>
1: and Just before his death, he'd confessed to hoaxing the entire Bigfoot phenomenon. The rest of the Wallace family would uh, substantiate the story by telling how Ray would go out with his brother and nephew to make fake prints in several locations throughout Northern California. Mm -hmm. And you know how he uh, compensated for the, uh, the rather large stride, Chad?
0: Moon shoes. No,
1: apparently... The uh brother and nephew got in the old pickup.
0: Oh, is this and where they pulled a And there was a rope attached
1: to it and he would hold onto the rope and just kinda like jump as they pulled him with the truck to make larger strides.
0: Well he was committed. We'll give him that.
1: That's right. Uh and remember, uh, Chad, this is uh Northern California. Mm-hmm. So uh he also supposedly placed Bigfoot hair in some places that he had uh in some places, that he'd obtained from bison that he kept on his own farm. Uh Uh-huh. The news rocked the world of cryptozoology. And as this all took place not far from one bluff creek, Chad, Mm -hmm. some people started to wonder if Wallace had a hand in the Patterson-Gimlin footage. Now, even though uh, Wallace had been engaged in some of the shenanigans, the media began to portray Wallace as the source of any and all Bigfoot-related evidence. So after a while, it was if anything related to Bigfoot, it was Wallace hoaxed it. Wallace did it. Yeah. No matter where it was, what it was, it was him.
0: State of New York, Hawaii, Russia.
1: the problem with the uh, family story was it couldn't explain that uh, there had been prints found in the area since the early 40s.
0: Little red Corvette. Mm -mm. You said Prince was there. Oh, good
1: Lord. This and the fact that (laughs) Wallace's fake prints looked fake mm-hmm. and yeah if you look online at a picture of them they, yeah the the toes are squared instead of rounded <laughs> at the tips there's a weird little indention right below the uh, pad underneath the uh, big mm-hmm. toe that nothing in nature really has and it just has an overall just rough look to it. You it know just, what? It's not shaped like a foot.
0: <laughs> what a lot of people don't realize at that time period, mm-hmm. there were a lot of bionic Bigfoots out there. What well, with square robot toes. Mm-hmm. They have square robot toes.
1: Wasn't that what was on... Uh,
0: Six Million Dollar Man? Six Million Dollar Man was Absolutely. a bionic Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. They had to find a bionic Bigfoot.
1: And another thing was the fake prints that Wallace had didn't match any of the prints found in any of the areas around Bluff Creek. Well. So the family kind of, uh, hoax to hoax, I guess, if you want to call it that.
0: Sounds like that.
1: Um, and then the fact that the family waited to come forward with the information until after Wallace had died when he couldn't, uh, refute.
0: Obviously it's a cover up.
1: So it's kind of widely believed in the uh, cryptozoology world that the family, uh, just made up the whole thing after Wallace died to kind of try to get a little coin
0: off of the story. Possibly. They they all knew that Bigfoot was actually real. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if you read through some of the stuff on it, it the family saying that he kept the footprints hidden all the time and like nobody knew he had them when in all reality he kept them on the wall of his shop so they were there all the time. Yeah. People knew he had them.
0: Man, that's where I keep mine.
1: You're... What?
0: You know, my Bigfoot prints. <gasps> no. There you go. Oh.
1: Two uh, hoaxes that kind of got a lot of news.
0: Faking bacon.
1: And did a whole heck of a lot to uh, hurt the old cryptozoology world. Uh, especially <sighs> Bigfoot.
0: There'll always be hoaxers, sir. Well, yeah. But that's all right. You need
1: somebody to clean off the ice after the game.
0: I know what's real. Oh, you said hoaxers? Yeah, I said hoaxers. Not a hoser? Not a hoser. <laughs> What's that stupid thing they ride around on to clean up the ice? A Zamboni, Zamboni. is not a stupid thing. Yeah, Zamboni. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh huh. What do you
1: uh we think about Bigfoot hoaxes, Chan?
0: I think they happen. Well,
1: yeah, they're yeah. gonna happen. But uh, when I was looking for hoax related things, Lauren Coleman actually has a list of the uh, ten reasons why people perpetrate hoaxes. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, it's anywhere from monetary gain to revenge to anger to all kinds of things.
0: Uh, Sounds like a late-night list.
1: (laughs) Top ten reasons, people. Hoax. Hmm.
0: Number ten. you
1: have a pencil that you can tap? I do. Somewhere around here. Toss in the air.
0: I just caught that. Did you see me? (laughs) I did.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully uh, we're never involved
0: in any hoaxes. I mean... Yeah. Who wants to be involved in a hoax? <laughs> you know what I think we do here? What? I'll cut this out so nobody do hear okay, over here our okay. Idea. Hold on, we'll whisper so nobody okay. can hear us. So
1: what we're going to do, uh-huh. we're going to uh, start a big uh, dog man. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, dog yeah. man's in right now. Okay. So we're going to start a big dog man uh, sighting thing here in uh, the state park. What the hell are you saying? I, I know, I do. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to get a lot of uh, attention to it. We're going to call in news crews, I mean, Fox, maybe, yeah. maybe CNN, yeah. C-SPAN, okay. Galavision. Galavision? Yes. Hmm. And, uh, you know, things like that. Uh-huh. And we're going to get enough attention to it to where maybe there's some kind of indie movie filmmaker out there. Yeah. That might want to make a movie about it. Gangling. And then once the entire movie's, you know, done. Sure. And on release day. Uh-huh. We come out and we go, ha ha, it was us.
0: Suckers. No. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: No, I wouldn't say suckers. I would just go, ha uh-huh. ha. Hey, hey.
0: Well, we'll <laughs> just keep that between us.
1: Your breath smells like cat food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So, like I said, I'll cut this part out. Okay.
1: There you go. Chad. All right. <laughs> <Bigfoot> hey. <hoax. laughs> wow. No,
0: we wouldn't do that. What are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, oh, wouldn't wait. we? Do? Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, we're done. Bigfoot hoax. Exactly. All you, right, Chris. You know uh,
1: you know where there's not a lot of hoaxes, Chad?
0: Where's that, sir?
1: com. Is
0: that on the interwebs? It is. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: That's where you can go to get all kinds of uh, Normal Guys information, uh, listen to the show, see some news. There's some links on there. There's a link to uh, sign up for uh, the email list. Uh-huh. There's our email address where you can send us stuff.
0: People can donate?
1: There's a link to donate some money for... <sighs> Chad's drone. Kick a little change our way. (laughs) Remember the days of Chad's drone? (sighs) I wish I had that drone. What are you up to now? A CGX 95?
0: Z. No, there's a DJI Mavic Air. Yeah, Yeah, which is really nice. Is that the preferred drone of a pair of uh, small town monsters? I think so. I think that's the one they're using. (laughs) (laughs) You're a wannabe. I think Seth has like a shoulder mounted launch pad for it. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just takes off.
1: But yeah, you can donate there. uh, Kind of uh, your one-stop shop for all Paro Normal Guys related things. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Another place you can go is the Instagram account. Just look for Paro Normal Guys. Nice. Uh, We can you know, not as much as we should, but Mm. there's occasionally a new picture
0: thrown up there. Japanese polished aluminum ball challenge. (sighs) At least you're not snorting anything through your nose. Hey. (laughs) Pods. Anyway. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
1: Uh and one other spot, uh go to our Facebook page. Uh-huh. That's facebook.com slash pair o oh, normal guys. Chad occasionally,
0: not so much recently. Not as much right now.
1: But Chad has been known to put some uh fairly interesting little things and tidbits up there. Decapitation. Okay. <laughs> well then. Uh huh. Um, and, you know, while you're at the old Paranormal Guy's Facebook page, Chad... Yes? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Something you could do is go over to William Blanchard's uh, Facebook page. Musical genius. He sounded drunk on that one. No, oh, hold on. <laughs> Musical genius. There's no wine before his time.
0: Musical genius. How about that? We believe that Bigfoot hoaxes are bad. But quality music is good.
1: That's right. So go to William Blanchard's Facebook page. You can find him at William dot with a Facebook slash in front of that or something. Oh, what is wrong? Facebook.com slash William Blanchard Soundtrack. Good. There you go. <laughs> and if you're wondering, he is the gentleman that uh performs and writes and publishes all the music we use. to well, What's a show. groovy music? He does. He's been putting uh, some new stuff up there. Uh-huh. So give him a like. Buy
0: some of his stuff. Do it. Support him. Do it now. Do it. All your friends are. Uh-huh. So should you. Yep. Shia LaBeouf does it.
1: God. Great. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> You're never going to make money now. <laughs> so there you go.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Another one in the. Uh... Oh. By the way, Chad. Oh, yeah. There, there's light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Oh, yeah? I already
1: showed you. Remember? I I finished one new YouTube video. for Oh, yeah, that's right. So, Soon you'll
0: be able to listen to episode years-old episodes on <laughs> on YouTube.
1: No, we're only like ten behind.
0: Oh, right.
1: Hey, but I know, hey, it's one. Uh-huh. A journey of a thousand footsteps starts with one, Chad. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, here within a few weeks, the uh, YouTube channel will also be current and updated. Yeah, yeah. And that way, you can watch an episode. <laughs> Random promises. And make Chad happy. Yep. But until then, have a paranormal weeks. cuckoo get you.
0: I like to tap dance when I'm waiting on you taking a drink.